Warning. Sleep With Me is a podcast designed to help you fall asleep. Therefore, it is unsafe to operate heavy machinery or drive a motor vehicle while listening to Sleep With Me. Welcome to the Sleep With Me podcast. I'm Dear Scooter. I'm going to help you fall asleep tonight. What we're going to do is talk about... Uh, the season finale of, uh, or the mid-season finale, as they call it now, of The Walking Dead. Uh, too Far Gone, it was called. And I'm going to talk about it in a boring way. Or I'm going to talk about kind of boring aspects of the episode, that are, or stuff I picked up on the episode. And it's going to help you fall asleep. That's all you have to do is put on this podcast, get in bed, and press play, and just listen to my voice. And hopefully, I'll pull you off into dreamland. And you can check out our website for more episodes and sleep tips, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can also hit me up with any feedback, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. And I'm always on Twitter. It's at Dearest Scooter. So let me know what you think and give me any ideas of stuff that's working or not. And with that, let's get off to sleep. And tonight's Walking Dead is going to cover the Walking Dead Season 4, Episode 8, I believe. I'm probably wrong. I wish I should have wrote that down before I started recording, but I apologize. Uh, too Far Gone. I'm going to talk about the governor and metacommunication, lemmings, and a little controversy. We're going to talk about Bob's Box and... Finally, we're going to get to uh, a little bit of history about Highway 34 and Northern Georgia waterfalls. All right? So, metacommunication was the first thing. When Governor was kind of giving his speech at the beginning of the show, he was uh, saying, you know, I don't know how to talk about this, but I, I need to talk to you guys about something. And that's um, very revealing to me about some more of the Governor's backstory. Because it's like, okay, this guy's been in couples counseling or maybe workplace-ordered counseling, because uh, that's just a technique you learn. Oh, oh, if you can't talk to someone and you're in a relationship with them, you need to talk about the inability to talk or talk about talking. Um, I mean, I can picture the government's like, honey, I need you to sit down. Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but every night that I've been going out into the shed to... uh, work on fishing flies, I've really been writing pyroerotica, and uh, I really haven't figured out a way to tell you that, and it's not, it's a love of mine, I, I love writing pyroerotica, um, or, you know, maybe it's, I don't know, I can't imagine someone being married to the governor, so maybe he wouldn't be sane enough to say, hey, let's sit down, but that's something called metacommunication, you could use it. Uh, on your own, but I just thought it just stuck out to me. Next up is uh, lemmings, and I guess maybe this is the wrong place for it, but it's like, why do all these people follow the governor into their slaughter? And someone on Thanksgiving that I had Thanksgiving dinner with just happened to be talking about this lemmings controversy that I hadn't heard of, and that lemmings really don't commit suicide. They follow each other off a cliff. 
and they're led to their death by the one on the front that's not smart enough to stop in time, and then they all push over the edge. So it's really not a apt metaphor for people following the governor, but it, it's just an association I had this week. So I, and I was like, oh, I hadn't heard about that. And he said that um, I, I think he he had said, you know, some company was filming a nature documentary and they staged a lemming suicide, and then they got busted for it. And I looked it up on the internet, and lo and behold, on uh, Snopes.com, it's true. It was Disney in a 1958 documentary called White Wilderness. And those dudes induce the lemmings to kill themselves and jump into the sea. Um, lemming suicide, according to Snopes, is fiction. They do not hurl themselves into the sea. Sometimes their population is explode. And then they migrate to somewhere that's lesser density and they can fall off cliffs and stuff like that and drown. But they're not deliberate suicides, just accidental deaths from the lemmings being in unfamiliar areas and crowded and pushed from the sides and stuff. Disney's White Wilderness was filmed in Alberta, Canada, not a native lemming habitat with no outlet to the sea. They imported lemmings that, according to this, they bought purchased from Inuit children, and then they placed them on a turntable, and basically they only had a few lemmings, and they tried to use uh, camera tricks to make it look like they had a whole crew. I guess they uh, also faked the lemmings. I mean, they didn't fake the death. They got the lemmings to run towards the cliff, cliff and jump off it, which is pretty messed up. Uh, wow. Next thing I noticed uh, about this week was... Uh, Sasha goes and catches Bob, and he's like kind of in a corner with a box, and he kind of looks sweaty and stuff. I was like, "Man, what, what's bro? What's he doing with this box? Is he the guy making? Is he making rat art, wall art, and or was he drinking? It didn't seem like he was drinking. Just because uh, it didn't it didn't seem like it. Got me thinking about the box in Pulp Fiction. There was always that big like, "What's in the box?" Is it, uh, let's see, I went on to Cracked, and they said, uh, you know, there's a lot of theories. A popular theory was that it was Marcellus Wallace's soul. That was the most, the biggest one. Mysteries of Cinema, a movie blog. He talked about, uh, you know, was it cash? Was it gold? Originally, it was supposed to be diamonds. Pandora's box full of evil incarnate, a magic mirror that shows ultimate desires, the Ark of the Covenant. I saw that's pretty funny. And yeah, the Marcellus Wallace one goes, they sold his soul to the devil, and he's trying to get it, either buy it back or have it delivered to the devil. And that's with the 666 and the beauty and the glowing thing. Um, and the, he's got a cut in the back of his neck. And But all that was. Um, put to rest by Quentin Tarantino, who just said it's it's a MacGuffin, which is MacGuffin, which is a, a phrase uh, from Alfred Hitchcock, but that's been used in stories for a long time. And it's just a diversionary plot device, like an object that is the catalyst for the action, or as the Mysteries of Cinema says, a focal point for the activity of the characters. Site of idle speculation for the fans, 
but it has no real significance, like Maltese Falcon, Rosebud. But if you think about it, if you can switch it out for something else, I think I read somewhere, then it's a MacGuffin. So it's like, oh, it could be it could be Marcellus Wells' soul. It could also be gold. Rosebud could be a sleigh, or it could be a teddy bear. But really, it was the orange light. Uh, I guess uh, Roger Avery said that, you know, in, in the script it was diamonds originally, and that was too predictable. So then they decided to give it some mystery, and someone was like, oh, well, what if it opened and we had an orange glow from a light that he put in there? And Avery says he thinks that was a mistake because then it went from becoming anything at all to something probably supernatural. But it is cool to speculate at things like that, I remember, and give double meaning to the story. But in this case, no, just a MacGuffin. Okay, Highway 34, Georgia State Route 34. Uh, the governor says, you know, there's a prison right there north of Highway 34. Highway 34 is real in Georgia. It's at the Alabama State Line, southwest of Franklin. And it continues... Uh, it's a 43.6 long state highway that runs west to east through portions of different counties I can't pronounce. And it connects uh, southwest of Frank Franklin with the Peachtree area. It begins at the Alabama state line southwest of Franklin. Continues to Alabama state route 22. Curving fashion. Heads northeast to an intersection with the northern terminus of state route 219. Continues northeast into Jackson, concurrency with State Route 100. Two routes cross over the Chattahoochee River, Chattahoochee River. And then they diverge, 34 goes northeast and through Bushhead, Shoals State Park, Turner Lake, Heard Wetsley Cemetery, Coweta County. Goes by the Emory Chapel Cemetery. Be a lot of walkers there, probably. Passes Mountain Lake. And it kind of does that. Uh, also, another thing about Georgia that came up was the waterfall, beautiful waterfalls in Georgia. Maggie talks about her favorite waterfall. Maggie talks about the largest waterfall in Georgia. Amicaloa. Cal. Amicaloa. Kaloa? Amy Kaloa Falls is what Maggie talks about. The highest waterfall in Georgia. Third highest east of the Mississippi. It's four times the height of Niagara Falls Horseshoe Falls. It's located on Amy Kaloa Creek in Amy Kaloa Falls State Park. Accessible via trails, several trails, bridges, and parking areas. They can go in at the top or the base of the falls. And go up to 600 steps to probably see the top of the, and between the top and the bottom. And it connects with the terminus of the Appalachian Trail on Springer Mountain. Sometimes people say it's the tallest east of the Mississippi, though Crabtree Falls in Virginia and Glass Mine Falls in North Carolina are higher. But according to this, uh, it is the tallest cascading waterfall. So yeah, that does sound like a nice spot for a Maggie and Glenn weekend getaway.
and a nice memory that she'll hold of her father with her moving forward. And just close things out tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling like this has been a great episode, maybe because it was such a crazy episode of The Walking Dead. So if this is your first time testing this out, give, give another episode a shot. Or let me know if it's not terrible. I'm just trying to bore you to sleep, and I can't even succeed at that. It's kind of soul-crushing. Uh, but what I will do is uh, go over some MacGuff, famous MacGuffins, uh, according to TVTropes.com, famous types of MacGuffins. And let's just read through. Yeah, we're just going to go through some MacGuffin subtypes, TVTropes.com. Accidentally broke the MacGuffin when someone breaks the MacGuffin when he needed it. Like Back to the Future, I guess. Artifact of Attraction. If the object itself is inherently irresistible. Romancing the Stone. Clinging MacGuffin, an inversion of the strobe. Its most important attribute is the person who has it wants to be rid of it. Hmm, uh... I don't got one for that. Dismantled MacGuffin split into several parts and hidden in different places. Plot coupons are almost most often this type of MacGuffin. Like a James Bond type movie? Egg MacGuffin. Oh, that's a trick. Egg MacGuffin, that's an egg. Free sample plot coupon. The MacGuffin is given or found with zero effort compared to subsequent ones. Going to see the elephant. Taking a trip with no serious purpose. The reason for the trip may be the MacGuffin or not. That would be National Lampoon's vacation. Hostage for MacGuffin. The heroes have the MacGuffin. The villain has a hostage and wants a MacGuffin. Traja. I'm dying. Please take my MacGuffin. The character has the MacGuffin. She dies after giving the MacGuffin to another character. Usually the heroes. And ask them to take care of it. That kind of dude did that with Carol and his kids. Just eat the MacGuffin. The MacGuffin is a lot more trouble than it's worth and may well just be destroyed. Living MacGuffin. A living being, free, who serves as the MacGuffin. Jewel of the Nile. Another romancing stone. Turns out the Jewel of the Nile's a dude. MacGuffin full of money. The MacGuffin's a large amount of cash. MacGuffin delivery service. The good guys get to the... McGuffin just in time for the bad guys to steal it from them. Bad guys win. Temporarily. I think that kind of happened then, Hangover. McGuffin escort mission. Good guys get to the McGuffin early on and transport it somewhere without losing it. McGuffin girl. McGuffin's transformed into a living being, usually a girl. Weird science. McGuffin guardian. The monster that guards the McGuffin. Maybe smog and uh, the desolation of smog coming out. MacGuffin location. MacGuffin isn't a thing or a person, it's a place. MacGuffin melee. When the group's searching for the MacGuffin, find at the same time and a fight breaks out. Raiders kind of happened, but... MacGuffin title. The MacGuffin's right there in the title of the work. Uh, Maltese Falcon. Uh, I cheated, though, because I used that as an example before. Memento MacGuffin. The MacGuffin holds a sentimental value to one or more of the characters. Mineral MacGuffin. A gem, jewel, or rock that holds great power in spite of the name 
may or may not be an actual MacGuffin. Mock MacGuffin. MacGuffin that turns out to be worthless. No MacGuffin, no winner. Neither side has the MacGuffin in the end. It's been destroyed, lost, or discovered to be fake. That'd be one I really ship in Goonies. Pirate booty. Older than a briefcase full of money and even more likely to be stolen. Or Goonies? Plot coupon. A common manifestation of video games, an item that the player must acquire to advance the plot but serves no other gameplay purpose. President's daughter. McGuffin's a living person and is in danger, held captive, or being actively hunted. Contrast with living McGuffin. There's that movie Bound, was it? Um, Liam Neeson says, I'm not the kind of man you trifle with or something like that. Ransacked room. What the bad guys do and the spec suspected good guys already have the MacGuffin. They also include ransacked luggage, tearing of the grounds, or even destroying a room or building. Soundstone. MacGuffin's a sound rather than a thing, and the thing must be used to produce the sound. Stolen MacGuffin reveal. MacGuffin was actually a fake or stolen before the thief got it. It's like a lot of art movies, maybe. Art theft movies. Timeline altering MacGuffin, an otherwise unimportant item from the future that if left in the past during time travel will have serious consequences. Uh, back to Future 2, Marty's Sports Mag. And that's everything for tonight. Um, listen, I was here for you. I'm not, I'm not at my best A game tonight, but doing my best to keep being boring. And that's all that counts is uh, trying to get you to fall asleep. So, good luck. Good night.